Hey teens, what is happening? It's it's me, it's John, and uh, unfortunately, my better half, Eric, is unable to make it today. Uh, he is feeling a little under the weather, but we have former teen and former guest, <laughs> Dana Diarmond. I'm still a teen. You're still a teen? Pretty much. Really? Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, I'll go with that. So, Dana, welcome back to the show, Thanks. this time as a co-host. You've earned your stripes, mm. so congratulations. That's cool. Maybe I'll just take over and like Eric won't come back. <laughs> yes, we've been we've he, been slowly poisoning him. It it's appears that he's like threatening to die from his Vine videos. And this might be the extra push that he needs to not die or just go ahead and do it. Maybe. Well, <laughs> we maybe send him our best wishes. But anyway, <laughs> today with us we have uh, somebody who is not a teenager, but definitely acts like one. Uh, and has probably acted like one since even before he was a teen. Uh, Nathan Barnett, welcome to the show. Hello, thank you for having me. <laughs> uh, I've known you, Nathan, for maybe like six years since I moved out to Los Angeles. Yeah. And uh, maybe one of the first people that I met. And I was like, man, this guy is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this guy's a weirdo. <laughs> but, you know, since then, you've uh, been putting a bunch of videos on YouTube and then kind mm. of blew up and became... A little bit of a celebrity in a in a weird weird way yeah it's strange it's so weird i i feel like i feel like it's just that every time like something happens where it seems like someone knows who i am or whatever it's like oh you just you just know so i think it keeps me in <laughs> check where it's like i don't feel like i mean obviously i'm not a celebrity i'm like i'm not a celebrity but like when people notice me i feel like it's just the way i think of it as you just are clued in you just know what's going on especially in los angeles everyone knows what's up and what's cool and what's popular mm-hmm. so that's all. That's all I'll say. I am. I'll never say I'm a celebrity. Even if I ever be with, became a celebrity, I don't think I would consider myself a celebrity because it's weird. Right. Well, I mean, you've gotten attention from people in all different industries, yeah, and all over the world and everything, just from the weird stuff that you've done. Yeah, I feel like I. I feel I don't feel lame saying this, and I feel okay saying that I uh-huh. am an A-list celebrity in the GIF world or the GIF, <laughs> the GIF world. Do you, do you have <laughs> a lot of world. animated GIFs? Yeah, a lot of people will take parts of my videos because it's so physical. They'll take things and they'll just loop things where I'm just like flopping around. And I've been, I say GIF, and apparently it is GIF, but I've is been forced GIF? into saying GIF. Uh-huh. But my Paul, my friend Paul, looked it up recently and. It's GIF because it stands for J. It's like J. It's the first word, like generic, genetically, or something like oh, that. Weird. Uh, I don't know, but yeah, it's a GIF. So Dana, had, <laughs> Dana hadn't seen your videos until this morning. Oh, Dana, what I'm was your sorry. first impression? What was your first impression <laughs> of Nathan? I was very stuff? impressed. <laughs> what did you What did you see? I thought that oh, when you were the auditioning, Kimberly Cole oh, the dance, audition, dance audition, video. yeah, yeah. Because I think that's hilarious can yeah, you, can you tell us favorites. what can you tell everybody what you did with that one yeah that's one i'm and i was just talking to my girlfriend last night of how i can do it in a new way i do that one again it's so hard to capture that though that was like perfect it was basically a bunch of dancers were auditioning for this music video and my manager and the singer of the girl who had the song they were having dancers audition to be in this music video our manager set it up and the singer knew something was going to happen but like didn't know what was going to happen that day just so she wouldn't freak out but the choreographers didn't know the dance studio didn't know and none of the dancers knew I was coming and uh, I showed up as my character Keith Abacary who is very socially awkward and is obsessed with video games and he's not a dancer but this video he ended up dancing and then he was later in the music video but he's not a dancer mm-hmm. and then I started getting branded as that so I just pulled him out of that whole world but anyways he shows up to audition for this video and he's like really awkward and i had cameras rolling the whole time and the reason the cameras were excused was the dancers thought the cameras were there because they thought it was behind the scenes of the making of the video right, right. so they all had to sign releases but really it was just for my video <laughs> for me to mess with them and i bothered everyone drove everyone nuts and then when it was my turn to dance I like busted out some moves that they didn't expect me to be able to do because I looked like a you know like a NASA scientist or something or like a really introverted <laughs> gentleman who was mm-hmm. obsessed with Pokemon. So they <laughs> they didn't expect me to be able to dance like I did. So I kind of won the room over. So like it's kind of neat to see this whole room like annoyed with me. Then like holy crap, this guy's awesome. And there's like one the, guy in the video that was like blinking rapidly and he's, yeah, he's yeah. like i can't believe I'm being upstaged by this nerd. Yeah, and I think it's it's cool to like have it's. 
it's neat. I like as an audience member, like things like that, where it's like you are rooting for the guy for the whole time. It's like mm-hmm. that Susan Boyle of American Idol. Yeah. You like want them to show everyone that they're cooler than them, and it is cool. They are cooler because they're not conforming to social standards that are set nowadays. Like we have to look cool and you have to look a certain way. This guy's just doing his own thing, and I think it's almost cooler to not be good looking and not uh-huh. be cool and like what's normal because then it's like you just don't care about you know or i just think it's awesome when somebody is totally not aware of what is going on in the world they're just in their own world and it seems almost relieving and like their life is probably like nicer and like they don't have to they're not stressed out by dumb stupid things all the time and like i'm really fascinated by really really avid video game players it's like i like video games a lot and i go to conventions all the time and like these kids that are just like that's their life and they'd rather mm-hmm. live in this fantasy world and it shows because they don't wash and they don't have no how to talk to girls. Like it's like it seems like sad, but like they're probably so happy. Maybe in some ways right. they're sad, with, but everyone's sad in some way. But I just I'm almost envious of them because I think I I wear my hat because I want to look cool when I wear this shirt. Like I I want to look cool, but I I wish I didn't want to look cool. Yeah. Anyways, it's like right. that's why when I'm Keith Abacary, I feel like so great when I'm doing Keith Abacary because I in my I don't wash and I have bo uh-huh. and I I'm greasy and like. I just look gross, and it's almost a release. We also just watched a video uh, from when you were you were getting kicked out of one of the conventions, mm-hmm. and you ha- seem to have like an army of oily teenagers. <laughs> oh, was it at PAX? Yeah, it, yeah. Ju- no, the Justifiers. The Justifiers. Like, those are rooster teeth. They were the Keith. Yeah, yeah. That, the Keith Abacary Justifiers was the thing I organized. I got kicked out of that commission the year before, and Keith's very excited when he goes to conventions. He doesn't do anything wrong necessarily, but like he's rowdy, and like conventions don't like it because they get think he's gonna like hurt himself or someone else and there'll be a lawsuit so they're always like you gotta come down you can't do this and that year i wasn't i wasn't supposed to do anything crazy i didn't think of anything crazy but i went to the rooster teeth panel who was a, who was a very large video mm-hmm. game um they make a lot of like big game videos like about the halo characters and stuff so anyways um i went in there knowing that they knew who i was and i got on stage and i pulled my pants down i was in my underwear because i was doing a video through when i was in boston of me dancing in my underwear i was gonna uh-huh. get a shot on their stage and the guy that runs PAX did not like it. He's like, no, that was it. That was your one strike. You're out of here. And I was supposed to be doing a show like that minute. Like I was, the kids were in my panel room waiting for me to like do uh-huh. this musical show and I couldn't do it. So that was a real shame. I wasn't trying to get kicked out, but people thought I was because I always do get kicked out, but it's like I never, ever actually try. But I just get so excited. And I get like, I get this idea. I'm like, oh, there's a thing. I got to climb it. I'll do it. Oh, it's awesome. I climb it. I smash through a bunch of stuff and then it all breaks. And they're like, you're out of here. But it's like, I don't think in the moment. I'm just going. Right, there's no yeah. consequences. You don't think and, like maybe I'll do this crazy thing after my own panel i just don't i see something <laughs> i just do it and it's bad and it's unfortunate because then i get kicked out and these kids don't get to see me so now when i go to conventions i'm asked to go it's usually like when i'm that's like a convention where i go and i'll just get video coverage uh-huh. and like uh, they'll give me a panel and stuff but there's other conventions where like they'll invite me there they'll pay me to go and i'll do a show those are the ones where like run around do your thing they mm-hmm. different conventions want you to do that and like the big big ones like e3 and comic-con they don't want you to do that mm-hmm. and those are the ones i get kicked out of but the smaller ones it's okay to, they, to they have like go a little crazy. bit of insanity but yeah i've just i don't know keith just plays a lot so uh there i mean we were talking about a lot of your fans are probably teenagers who mm. play video games most and, of my fans. and and we had touched upon the fact that you are very much a teenager yourself yep. uh currently in your 30s yep yep, yep. Uh, <laughs> a thing i talk to my girlfriend about every day about how i just haven't grown up yet right i i've been to um probably not where you're currently living but i've been to your apartment in the past and you have ninja turtle parties yeah dana you wouldn't believe it what i have, I have, <laughs> I have a full arcade with laser carpeting like i have a bunk bed with a trap door in it that what? i can climb it's like down big it is it's it like really the movie is big. the last yeah. apartment i was in i don't know if you went to the berkeley street one I don't um know. it was like the really tall ceilings we had like 15 foot ceilings i built oh, a 10 foot bunk a bed there and I had a rope swing off of it. I'd swing off my bed, out my room, into the living room, and land in the living room Do off the rope Do you ever swing. get a deposit back from any place you Yeah, yeah, because then I just repair it. I'll oh, patch up the walls. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's that's more responsible than most Yeah, I sure. won't just leave it a mess because my dad's a carpenter and my brother's building, so like I'm relatively handy. Like I'm responsible <laughs> enough to know that like i got to fix this mess I made, but I just, I'll do whatever I have to. I'll rebuild the whole wall if it means I get to put a 12-foot bunk bed in my room and like, 
jump off of it. Nathan has many bouncy castle parties. Yeah, I love bouncy houses. Can you explain what your box tunnel parties were all oh, about? Oh, yeah. Like, well, when I was little, we, me and my brothers would make um, like cardboard box tunnels. You just put cardboard boxes together, then like make them take turns into the kitchen, then loop around, and you put like a big box at the end where that's like the dungeon, and you crack, crawl into the dungeon, and then you crawl out. So it's just like crawling through boxes, basically, and it's like, it's really cool. So me and my brother still do that out here. We'll have like parties where we'll rent a bouncy house outside, you know, have cover boxes inside, and then we have the arcade. So it's just like a party. And I don't drink, so it's like yeah. kind of like it's very much like a kid's party. Yeah. Because there's, there's no pizza. alcohol. There's yeah. pizza <laughs> and there's fruit snacks, and like we drink ecto cooler and juice boxes, and it's awesome. I just, I've never thought, and I just never really thought to drink. So that uh, I think helps keep me a kid because kids don't drink. So, so now, when you were like 15, did you ever think to yourself, I want to be a teenager forever. No, I never like planned it or anything. It just <laughs> kept it kept not happening. It kept not growing up. But yeah, I don't know what it was. Maybe my mom's really goofy and silly, and my dad never drank beer, so I was just never uh, around. Very. I mean, my parents were parents, but I just was felt like a, I don't know. Maybe it just wasn't around. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. I just didn't. I just didn't figure out how to grow up. But I guess in a way I did because now I like do real things and I can. Oh, yeah. You know, work and stuff, but I have a girlfriend, and I, I feel like that would be the real challenge if I was like, if I still was like, a ch- really immature, I wouldn't be sure. able to maintain a relationship. <laughs> but you uh, find that just nice wanted, I just wanted to let everyone know I, I definitely have a girlfriend. Can you hear me? <laughs> I have a girlfriend. She's totally real. She's got red hair. <laughs> um. So when you were a teenage, we're going to talk about your actual teenage life for a little bit. Mm. Um. What kind of a teen were you? Oh, Dana geez. over here, we, we discovered that Dana was what we classify in the show as a teenage shithead. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. yeah. That was horrible. Well, did you start fights and stuff? or No, just a, just a spoiled, uh, rich kid that was like undercover. Like, I was like undercover being a rich kid, and I was like really punk rock. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then yeah, I would yeah, like. Yeah. <laughs> Drive my shitty car to like my McMansion uh-huh. and then like <laughs> boss everybody around in my house and shit like that. That's funny. So yeah, so um, I'm just gonna go ahead and assume that you were not a teenage shithead. Uh, no, you were a pretty good kid. Yeah, I was pretty good. I, I liked to do, do chores. I liked cleaning. I would help my mom all the time. I was not rich. My uh, we were almost homeless at one point. My, really? Me and my parents and my mom, my brothers. Yeah, it was. My dad was a carpenter, and then like he got laid off a lot. We're from Massachusetts, and um, he'd have to like do different jobs, and like then my parents uh, were like worked with horses, where they're basically just like muck horse stalls, really? and pick up horse poops and stuff. Aww. Dana, you're a you're so, a horse. Your family horse could lady. have worked for my family. Yeah, <laughs> prob- probably, but like it was like some rough times. Um, but I never really knew about it because uh-huh. I just didn't know like well, what crappy jobs were, and yeah. my dad would have to drive like hours to like he was like the groundskeeper this place one time. And my mom would like just do like night work and stuff, like mm-hmm. the secretaries and stuff, doing secretary work and like answering phones and things. I just never knew until right. I was older. And then that's when things were like easier because then like we would start working and we could pay for our own stuff and our own food. So it was like a little bit easier. Sure. But it never like my parents never got like and now it's like I send my parents money all the time because it's mm-hmm. like I, I have sweet, sweet disposable YouTube income. Money. Yeah, it's like seriously. <laughs> like, oh, thank God I'm making all these videos. And now it's like gone into like TV stuff and like. I haven't done. I haven't been very big. I haven't been doing many videos lately because there's been other bigger mm-hmm. things happening. Sure, I, can't really I mean, I, but I know that because I, of that, I, can, I used to see you in commercials all the time, and then that led into just doing like small little roles on yeah. TV shows every now and then. Things that I wish were bigger. Obviously, well, I'm yeah, always going but, bigger, bigger. But you know, you just eventually they get happen. better and better. Yeah. Um, so you're saying that you you and your brothers... How many brothers do you have? Two. I'm in the middle. You're in the middle? I could tell. Could you? <laughs> yeah. The middle, middle brothers kid. are always the weirdest. Yeah, Although your true. brother Seth is... He's, uh, he's pretty bizarre. He's pretty bizarre. <laughs> um, my older brother Josh, he's still in Massachusetts. He's like a photographer. He would film all our videos. We started shooting videos when we were in high school. And I was like clearly like the actor, comedian uh-huh. one. I was like the one that always wanted to be in stuff. And I was really physical and crazy. Um, and Seth was in them too. And Josh would shoot. But then... it. 
started going the way of like me and Seth writing and I would be in them and then Josh would film them. Mm-hmm. But now Josh is in Massachusetts still. He's got like a, he's like a real man with like his hair and a house and a <laughs> wife and two kids. Um, but he comes out here and works on things with us and we do like big videos or like pilots and stuff. He'll like be the on-set photographer nice. or like help. He also shoot works on movies in Massachusetts. So he's doing things. But nice. Seth and I came out here and just kept filming things. We had a sketch... I think what I was trying to say was when we were teenagers, we had a sketch comedy show on cable access. We would, like, tape every week, and then we'd air it on cable access. Really? So I started filming what was around, that called? Like 14. It was called The Sweet Ride. Nice. And that was my brother started that with his friend, and then when they graduated, me and my friends took over, and it turned into the Elastic Sheep Farm. <laughs> and it was, like, got more like... Then we were into, like, Radiohead and stuff, so it got a little bit weirder, you know? Uh-huh. It's probably, like, fake plastic trees influenced that name or some weird... Mm-hmm. Sure. Alternative name. So when you said that you and your brothers had jobs when you were when you mm-hmm. were teens, what kind of jobs did you guys have? Anything um, really weird? Uh, well, I was I was a grave digger for a while, and I worked on an Air Force base painting. Uh, let's let's go back to the and, grave digger thing. Just yeah, yeah. That was probably my weirdest job. I've had I think I've had forty jobs my whole life, like that aren't weren't acting jobs uh-huh. before I like stopped working like a regular. What's job. What's it like to be a grave digger? It was weird and depressing at first. I was like, I don't like this. I don't like it at all. But originally, I didn't, and I got, kind of got tricked into it. I didn't know it was going to be happening. But me and my brother worked at separate times, worked for this guy who had a garden center in Massachusetts, and we'd like deliver mulch. We'd drive the dump trucks, and we'd deliver mulch in these dump trucks, and uh-huh. we'd load them with like the excavator. So I would like be operating heavy machinery as like this garden delivery guy. And then... He, on the days where I wasn't delivering, he'd be like, oh, I need you to go to the cemetery and like cut grass. I'm like, okay, so let me start cutting grass. And he's like, oh, hey, I'm going to come over to the cemetery when you're there and we're going to dig a grave. And I was like, what? <laughs> so he kind of like slowly got to it. And then it wasn't was, just like, we're going to dig a hole. Yeah. It's like, what, <laughs> hole? what can we put in How this hole? How deep is it going to be? Hey, this guy died. We'll put him in there. Wait, what's happening? <laughs> it's definitely tricking me into this. So I, I was like, okay. The first time we said we're going to dig graves, I was like, that's weird. But I thought it would be only every once in a while. But then it turned mostly into that where I was always at the cemetery cutting grass or digging graves. And then there'd be days where I would do it by myself and where I would do this, the cremations, which were smaller holes. Uh-huh. Um, and I would just do it myself. But like, it would be, it would be basically, he would have a backhoe and he would dig a big hole. I'd jump in the guy's, the grave. I always say the guy's grave. I jump in the <laughs> grave. I get the big rocks out. I cut all the, the vines and like the roots and stuff. I square it up. I'm like in this guy's grave before he is. And then I jump out, we put the cement case in, then that cement case is what the, casket goes in then mm-hmm. you put a cement lid on it so really the casket is not like and it, and it ends up being like there's only like two or sometimes three feet of dirt above the grass mm-hmm. from the, the tomb so it's not it's not six feet deep either it's like five feet maybe four feet sometimes Ooh. so it's not cemetery six, six feet secrets revealed. yeah six <laughs> feet down is not a true thing at least in massachusetts you don't need to go that far uh-huh. so but yeah, that, that was a grave digger. And, and then wild. I'd carry caskets, I'd lower the cat. And then the weirdest, one weird thing was one time there was a sem- uh, funeral and it was a very, very joyous family. They were like celebrating, which I guess was good, but they were very happy that this person had died. Um, or maybe they're just like happy they moved on or something, but they were like singing and dancing. And like, I, there's a lever that I will like hit that lowers them, uh-huh. the casket into the thing. And we usually do that when they're gone and then mm-hmm. we cover it up and like, Wait for them to leave. They're like, hey, can you lower it? They were like, lower it. And I was like, uh, okay. So I'm like, like I'm like, chanting. I'm, over, I'm like, hi, I'm hanging over by like some tombstones down the way, like waiting for them to leave. And they call me over. I lower it down and they're taking pictures of me lowering it down. And I was like, this is so weird. I'm in like this people's memories now. Like I'm part of this funeral. And then it, random the, kid who's burying our guy. The grave is like, everything is, the coffin's in the ground and all the dirt's on it. And then everyone's gone. And then like the real family comes in and they're just like, yeah, like where's, what, where's George? Where's Steve? <laughs> Yeah. Wait, he's buried already? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Hang on, I was like, I'll get my shovel. I got to redo this. Yeah, so that was weird. It was like, and then people would tip me, and I never like taking tips. And it was like, they, they for like, war- I was like, no, I buried your friend. Like, yeah. d- don't tip me. It was weird. That was mostly with cremation, so like, people would like give me a tip. I think they felt bad that I had to like deal with it or something, maybe. Well, and it's like, I'm doing, it's mild, minimal, it's minimal labor to do a cremation. You dig a one foot hole and drop a box in there and then put dirt on it uh-huh. but they feel need a tip so everyone tip your uh, grave diggers out I there didn't, I didn't know that was a thing yeah. I learned something today yep. uh, any other 
especially weird jobs when you were a teen? Uh, anything. I was I delivered groceries out here. That was cool. Out, here, job, out in here, LA? I worked for Yummy.com. Oh, okay. And uh, that was like one of my last jobs before like I didn't need. I got How fired. old were you when you moved to Los Angeles? I was 24. Okay. I'm 32 now, so eight years this fall is when it will it mm-hmm. will be. Um, and that uh, was one of my last jobs. I actually got fired from this, and I was like, okay, this is mean. Oh, no, I got fired from that, and then I went to California Pizza Kitchen for like two months, and I got fired from there. And I was like, okay, I, don't need to, I didn't need to really have those jobs anymore because I was like working a bunch. Uh-huh. So I was like, all right, this is it. I'm, like, I'm going to just go harder with acting, and I won't be doing these little jobs. And it was, I was like, that's the for only t- out of 40 jobs, I'd never been fired. I figured, okay, this is when I should stop. Mm-hmm. This is when I was fired. They're telling me to stop mm-hmm. working. So the yummy.com job was awesome because I would do deliveries. And you, the more deliveries you did, the more tips you'd get. So you even get like, you get like seven or six dollars an hour, mm-hmm. but then you'd get tips. But I didn't care and I didn't want to do the delivery. So I would just like be gone all day and be like, oh, I got lost. I couldn't find my way back. And they're like, okay. And I was like, I'm new to, I had to use the excuse I'm new to LA, uh, even though I wasn't, um, because I just didn't want to do the job. I hated working. I hated all my jobs. I, that's why I had so many because I would quit all the time. <laughs> um, but that one was cool because I went on a date one time on the job. I went mm-hmm. to this woman's house. She was a French woman. I delivered groceries to her and she's like, oh, come in. She was wearing a robe and I was like, very interested. Wow, was, this sounds it was, like. It was like an 80s Ooh, movie this is kind of crazy <laughs> it was awesome it was uh it was this woman it was in santa monica and she was very attractive for being an older woman and i was just very interested we talked to her about france and my brother seth lived in france for uh-huh. three months to write his book and i just talked to her about that and we kept talking and then she i had nutella for the first time in her apartment i was there for like <laughs> two hours <laughs> hanging out with this woman she brought me into her bedroom to show me photos and she was like laying on the bed in her robe and i was like either she's just very french or she's into me i don't know what's happening here so like i consider it a date because i was like hanging out with this woman <laughs> in her apartment eating nutella looking at photos and then she's like here's my number we should go to the movie sometime i was like all right so there's like aren't i in a movie yeah, I was right like, this now? Is a movie. like what's happening so then I went to the movies with her the next night. We went uh, to see uh, uh, the guy that's in Gone with the Wind. I don't remember his name, but it was a movie with him. It was like an old uh, 50s, 40s or something. It was an old movie. Um, maybe that's 30s. I don't know. But um, it was cool. I like hung out with her a couple more times. and It was neat. <laughs> and that's all it was really too it was just like I never like made out with her or anything it was just like really fun and like I think I'm also not the kind of guy that like I can never assume someone wants to kiss me so like I uh-huh. never made a move maybe she was like this young delivery man <laughs> you. but I never did anything about maybe it maybe she was just trying to get you to like kill her husband or something yeah that's probably it. or yeah. she wanted to marry me and stay in the country or something or that's <laughs> oh, it oh well too. she's gone <laughs> yeah. I don't know <laughs> yeah she's if like, you're listening <laughs> to this mysterious woman mysterious French woman <laughs> do you want on a date with a weird delivery guy <laughs> Sorry. That is a very interesting story. Yeah, that was cool. That was a fun job. That was, then I went to California Pizza Kitchen for two months and got fired from there for not working enough because I was booking uh-huh. work. Dana, so. I can't remember if we talked about this when you were on. Did you have any really weird jobs? Um, No, I've never... She was rich. She didn't need to work. Yeah. yeah. I'm just <laughs> He's quick. Um, <laughs> I, well, I worked at Disney. I was a dancer at Disney World. Oh, that's cool. and oh, okay. I also worked at Universal Studios seasonally as a dancer. So nice. I did parades and shows yeah. at Universal. See, those are kind of weird. So, I mean, it's kind of weird. Mm. But once you live in L.A., you, everyone's done something. Everyone's, like, done something. everyone's mm-hmm. been a pirate at a mm-hmm. dinner theater or mm-hmm. worked at medieval times. People have worn costumes. Yeah. And gotten paid so, for it. It's better than like being outside of man's Chinese theater, like begging <laughs> yeah, yeah. people for tips, like mean mugging them and stuff. Mm-hmm. Although, I, if anybody is listening who's working at the Chinese, they, yeah, they don't have it. They don't have it. I have a question. What when you first started working and you got a paycheck for the first time of your own money? Mm-hmm. Did you buy like a splurge thing just for you, like a regular job? What was like your like when you when you were a teen? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you got your own money. Like, what was the first thing you went out and bought? The first thing I did, I first job I had was Roach Brothers Grocery Store. I was a bagger. I was 14 years old, mm-hmm. bagged groceries. I went to Funko Land, which was a video game Funko store Land. in Franklin, yeah. Massachusetts. And I bought, at the time, probably uh, Nintendo 64 games or, was that out yet? Or no, maybe Sega Saturn games. I I was always at Funko Land. It was a video game store. I always go to all the time. I, I remember Funko Land. Definitely yeah. buying video games of some kind. So so, did you always know when you were like a uh, a kid and everything that video games would kind of stay with you throughout your life? No, I never. I would have never imagined that. I just liked video games. I never even thought of it. I was like, oh, video games are video games. Everyone plays video uh-huh. games. It's just a thing. 
Um, and then I kind of stopped playing video games when I came out here because I was just like working and writing and doing UCB and just mm-hmm. like I was constantly going with my career stuff. And then I, well, I was like, I do characters. And what, when I came up with this one character, Keith Abacary, it was because I was going through like my stuff in the attic. We had just moved into a new apartment and mm-hmm. I put all my stuff in the attic. And I was like, oh, my virtual boy, I forgot I brought that out here. Oh, I have a Sega CD. Oh, I forgot I had all this stuff. So then I was like, I got all these props here. I should like do a new character with these props and utilize. And the plan was to do like a video and I would just go through all of the kind of rare video game things I had. Mm-hmm. Or just the things that I liked, and I'd make a video, and this guy's just talking about those things, and it was gonna be like a one-time video. And I'd also just bought an arcade cabinet with Seth, um, and I was like, "Oh, I'll use that, and I'll use my Virtual Boy, and I'll use my Sega CD, and I'll use these different things." And that was the whole thing. It was that was gonna be one video, and I it was really popular, and for like for the time, like mm-hmm. it was like my most popular video. My parents said it was the best one that they'd ever seen. Oh, like yeah? they liked the character so much. Oh, so your like, parents are really supportive of yeah, your my parents YouTube love career? Everything. They like everything I do and every time I'm on a commercial my mom's like, There you are and they watch <laughs> the little bit parts I do on shows and they just get excited about everything and they're every day she's my mom's like, What's going on with the new script? What's going on with this? She's uh-huh. always asking. She's obsessed with it. My mom thinks it's like the greatest thing. So that's cool. It keeps me going. Um, but yeah, I was supposed to just do this one video. Then I just like, it was really, people liked it a lot. So I was like, oh, I got more video game stuff. I'll do another one. And then I did three. And then another video game website got into it, Screw Attack. And they were like, do you want to put them on this website? And that mm-hmm. gave me like a bigger gamer audience. And then I went from there to Game Trailers, which is like MT- oh, yeah. MTV Spike, Spike's video game mm-hmm. um, website. And that made me even bigger there. And so it's like, it just kept going. And then Adult Swim, I shot the pilot with them. And now I see is looking at it. So it's just like, it just kept going and it was supposed to be one video but i have so many i had so many view again i just kept yeah. making episodes and now keith's like his own thing it's like yeah he's, he's huge he can do stuff outside of just the video game yeah and now there's like, like stuff with wwf that he's like involved with he has a feud with dolph ziggler this wrestler and uh-huh. that hasn't been resolved yet so there's a whole <laughs> other thing we have do to you do wrestle too i like wrestling i i did do wrestling i i won a trophy actually in eighth grade for wrestling i'd be a football player Whoa. And everyone was surprised at the weirdo guy. I had pigtails and I was wearing <laughs> rainbow socks and I beat a football player in a wrestling match. It was the coolest thing ever. That's so, awesome. Um, but yeah, I like wrestling and I like WWF. I like the 80s stuff because it's like reminds right. me of my sure. kids. Yeah. It's very silly. We had uh, Rowdy Roddy. Rowdy Roddy Piper's daughter on the show. Oh, very cool. Yeah, awesome. She was great. Ariel he's awesome. Tombs. I did a video with him. Oh, uh, yeah. He banged my really head cool into guy. a car. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's awesome. Um, <laughs> he beat I'm, up Ari Shafir for me. Mm, really? The live naughty show, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> he beat the shit out of her. He's here. a cool guy. Yeah, he's awesome. We're writing a show for Amazon right now. And oh, we'll yeah? shoot it in this May. It's uh, one of my characters, Simmy Pond. The show's called Stupid Idiot. And it's about this guy. It's oh. basically like a Freaks and Geeks, but about the students, about like the teachers. I think that I saw, you, you may have given me a DVD of the pilot years ago. Oh, that's that an old one. Yeah, an yeah. Old one? yeah. That was just a thing I shot. We broke it up into like episodes uh-huh. and put it on the internet. But um, this is totally different. Well, kind of. It's, he's a, the gym teacher at the school, but at night he does this underground wrestling thing. It's <laughs> and it kind of, it's almost like taking Napoleon Dynamite, Freaks and Geeks, and uh, um, like The Wrestler. Uh-huh. And putting it because like it's kind of like sad and like this weird underground world and this dark world. These guys are trying to like make it into the big time uh-huh. and then like people who are coming back from the big time and so it's like this. It's kind of serious but like ext- it's extremely physical. It's like the most physical I'll ever be. I think this will be like I gotta go now. I gotta do really hard physical stuff now if I'm going to because like I'm more, even starting to feel it now like uh-huh. more than I ever did. Like I did a video the other day. I was at a gymnastics place, and for like two hours, I was just destroying myself, like throwing myself on the ground, like falling off the rings and the parallel bars. And, like, yeah, eating you it really sacrificed hard. your body for the sake of entertainment. I'm really sore now. My, this butt is killing me right now. I have this weird, weird cramp in my body from the other day, but it's worth it, and it's really fun. So I think it's funny. It's fun and funny to do, and I feel like no one's really doing that and pushing themselves uh-huh. that far. It's like I like to take what Jim Carrey did and go times ten. I was just gonna say you definitely seem like you've been influenced by Jim. Yeah, Carrey him and Buster Keaton. Buster Keaton more than Jim Carrey. Uh-huh. Jim Carrey just because he's like a more of a modern guy, and I can kind of relate to him. Buster Keaton was mostly silent, but like I mm-hmm. end up doing a lot of silent stuff. But yeah, that show is it's gonna be like my physical, I think, masterpiece. Mm-hmm. It, um, so wow. hopefully it gets picked up. But yeah, it's, so you're it's doing about, that, that for has Amazon. In it. It's for Amazon. They're basically doing what Netflix is doing, where it's like rest of development, they're doing right. original programming. They have Zombieland, the TV show they're filming right now. They just announced a new one, one with Ed Bagley Jr. Mm. and some other guys about 
computer stuff, I think. Yeah, they have a lot going on. You know Boy Crazy? Do you know her? She does like a oh, podcast. Oh, yeah. Uh, Alexis. 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 Yeah. Wasser. Yeah. Wasser. I don't know how to say her name. Yeah. yeah. I just met her recently. And oh, it was yeah? like, we're like, hey, we both have the shows at Amazon. So I tried to. A lot I, cool I emailed her about coming on the show, but never heard back. Yeah. She does a lot of like, I know she's. <laughs> she's a very busy person. Very busy. Yeah. She's like doing all her. She, I, I don't even know what to say she does, but she does like relationship type stuff, I yeah. guess. She's on E a bunch, I guess, oh, like yeah? as like a relationship expert. It's totally different, totally separate from what I do. I throw myself on the ground yes. and, <laughs> and fart <laughs> for teenage boys and talk about video games. Did you train as a dancer when you I were? I didn't. You no, were just people ask me that a lot. I also don't like to say that I'm a dancer because I don't think I'm. But I don't think so I'm deserving of saying I'm a dancer because. I just feel like I just flop around. I say I do organized spasms. But it sounds like a joke, but I think it really seems more like that. It's like I do these very flaily moves. But I guess anything's dancing. So, yes, well, I guess you know what? I never I, trained. I think that it's safe to say that you are a bit of a dancer, not only because of your YouTube videos, but you invited me to come along to be in the audience to be one of your supporters mm. for... Uh, an unaired episode of a dance show. The Dance Machine? Dance Machine. Yeah, that was so long ago. That, yeah, that was uh, a very strange day. It was mm-hmm. over on like, the CVS lot or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And that show got canceled, I think, before your episode. Right, yeah, it's like they did three, and mine was like episode four or something. Yeah. Um, that was so strange. And you just you did like your. I did like I did uh, the like the sick cat I think which is a quick little YouTube video now like most all those things I did there I ended uh-huh. up doing and putting in the videos but no bones that was definitely part of it that's like uh-huh. my, my my trademark move now is no, no, bones. no bones dance if you just yeah. go on YouTube and type in no bones you'll find me <laughs> it's there <laughs> it's just it's a, it's a tutorial on how how to dance it's very like oh you actually did it how yeah I did it for this channel called Dance On they're like hey we like your dance stuff you if you're on a, a website called Dance On you are a dancer. Yeah, I it know. Might not be it's true. I know. I gotta just deal with it. But I just feel like it's not. Oh, that's not awesome. I just noticed your Breaking Bad picture. That's awesome. Uh, thanks. Um, I love Breaking Bad. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, I feel like I'm not deserving enough to say I'm a dancer because dancers would be like, oh no 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 no. But like it's weird because like I always thought of myself as a comedian. And but to it's come so into funny a whole because you go to the audition career, and everybody at the audition's like, oh, I'm a dancer, and they're all wound up and high yeah, strung, yeah, yeah. and then you audition as not a dancer, yeah. and then they make the whole video about <laughs> you're a you. dance. Character. I'm a video game player, but yeah. well, you're better than us at dancing. <laughs> Well, you you're very acrobatic. You do a lot of you do yeah. backflips. I can do I do gymnastics stuff. a little bit, and I'm just very physical, I guess. A little and you bit, can, so. and, and you can do it to a beat. Yeah. So it's the most modest man ever. Yeah. I'm a, I'm an Olympian a little bit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just just a bronze. I just dip my toes though. in everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, professional wrestler, whatever you know. Do you have questions? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, first I want to do. The, we have a, a newer segment called Teens in the News. Oh, uh, Teens in the Nude. All right. Perfectly legal business. So um, this is actually something that Eric uh, sent to me uh, to, to be here in some way, shape, or form. So uh, trying to help I'm gonna, from his deathbed. Yeah, he, he found. <laughs> I haven't read these yet, but he sent me some news stories that involve teens. Or even the word teen. I don't even know how he finds it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm just going to read the article and we'll, and we'll discuss. Okay. Uh, this one comes from SFist, the San Francisco uh, website. Deplorable teens mug someone's grandmother. Two 16-year-old delinquents are on the loose after they repeatedly punched another 16-year-old boy in the mouth and stole his grandmother's purse Thursday. This is terrible. Wow. Um, (laughs) The boy and his 78-year-old grandmother were walking near 24th and Cap Streets in the Mission where the youths started wailing on him. I'm not going to read the rest because this is terrible. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Have either of you guys ever beaten anybody's grandmother? No. Or mugged somebody's grandmother? No. Not yet. Not yet. But... at least they didn't punch the grandmother. Yeah, I would they punched say. the. At least they had the taste, the good taste to pick yeah. on someone their own size. They weren't so demented. They knew. They were I get always shocked I when I hear about hooligan youths, <laughs> hooligan like <laughs> beating the shit out of like elderly people. And every time I see one of those bumper stickers that says "Stop Elderly Abuse." I just see the bumper sticker and I start like welling up with tears. Oh, like man. it upsets me so uh-huh. much. Yeah, that's like, like really I just, twisted. Even the thought of it like bothers me to, so much. It's like thinking of like beating a baby. It's like you don't do that. If you just your brain yeah. as a human, you just. If you're gonna beat on anybody, just beat on someone your own age. Yeah. Teens in the news, there was a 
some teens. One was like maybe 10 or something. Mm-hmm. They shot a baby oh, in the face. Oh, I heard about this. <laughs> they killed oh, a baby. Yeah. Yes. That's, that's like, something's seriously wrong with you. They shot yeah. the mom in the leg and they shot the baby in the face and they mugged the... What did the baby like, Give me your ever purse, do to them? Or I'm going to oh shoot your baby. God. And they just did it. Oh my God. And like, wow. it's so crazy. Teens, get it together. Just play Come a video on, game. Teens. <laughs> yeah. Do a dance. Knock make it a YouTube off. video. Make some YouTube videos. Non-violent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or make simulated violence. Yeah, make like a uh, Freddie Wong video. Freddie Wong? <laughs> yeah, he does... Um, uh, like really, really popular. He's like awesome uh, YouTube videos where it's just like all fake, you know, uh-huh. shooting and first person shooters. Like he does a lot of things that are like based in, on video games where like they like all walk him and his friends are on the roof and they're snipers and they're just taking people down and stuff. It's like huh. it's kind of just like fun videos and it's like they're not. Uh, a lot of them are funny, but like sometimes it's just no, they're just having a gun battle in a video and it's like cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh. The new yeah. thing that the teens are doing in Japan now is they're recreating fight scenes from. Video games where they have like like uh, power. Yeah, yeah, that's like a new. Really? That's a meme right now. It's and like they a, make all the like one person that like, does cool. a move, that and then takes everybody some else creativity. jumps. I just saw the birthday boys. I don't know if you know oh, one of yeah. them. Did you that's see that right, picture? We yeah. had we had a couple of the guys on the show. We had uh, Jeff and Mitch. Ah, uh, nice. Yes, uh, Jeff is also a very big uh, video game player. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They. I saw they did that, but I they, didn't realize that that's what it they was. Were, they were farting, and then they're all being blasted <laughs> in the air. It's cool. It's like yeah, it's like a new <laughs> Those, meme. I, guess I, I found out about the birthday. You actually came up on their episode, I believe, because I first saw them at a not too shabby. Yeah, yeah. With you when I went to go see you. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about it also when Paul Rust was on. Oh, cool. Um, but yeah, uh, those guys. The, awesome. I mean, the first time I saw them, I was like, these guys are going to be... Yeah, they're and awesome. And they just got the, the TV show pilot. Yep, for IFC. I feel like yeah. that generation of people that were doing use, uh, doing uh, Not Too Shabby yeah. was like all onto something. Like all my friends that did it like every week. Like I would go every week mm-hmm. and do Simmons DuPont, the guy I'm doing now for Amazon. Mm-hmm. And the Birthday Boys, every week had a new sketch and Neil and Paul hosted. And yeah. everyone from that generation of UCB is like onto really cool things right now. Yeah, so. absolutely. I see all, everybody on TV yeah, like, yeah. doing something crazy. UCB is the best. It's, I love it's pretty it. great. <laughs> Dan, have you ever done any UCB stuff? I know that you've done like I a do. lot of. Com- you exist in the comedy yeah. world. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they used to have the dirtiest sketch show mm-hmm. at uh, UCB, and Amanda Eggy used to host that. Yeah, they had to like quit doing it because it got so dirty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But they had to change the rules because they were basically destroying the building uh-huh. and mm-hmm. breaking the law all the time. Oh, yeah, it, it's got, it, it, it bordered on like weird performance art. It, it was <laughs> the last one, the last show I went to. A guy. It was a Christmas show, so he took a spool of satin ribbon uh-huh. and put the entire thing up his butthole inch oh. by inch and then like <laughs> extracted it back out and there was like poop on the ribbon oh, and yeah, i was like yeah, well yeah. i guess you just took a shit on the stage so yeah. i like, guess you win you're on a stage his lights on you anything can be like yeah. okay because it's a part of art which is not true yeah <laughs> it's just yeah. gross it, w- it was fascinating um, i had a lot of friends that would I throw like up at that show ucb people are probably like Anally fixated and yeah. stuff like that. They were doing stuff like everyone's gonna outdo the next person. Too, yeah, they had to like, like cut that. out the nudity. It was like you could be. So what kind of you stuff can't did you jack do? off? You can jack off, but you can't come. Yeah, you can be naked, but you can't have a boner. Like they kept oh, changing the rules yeah, because yeah. people were doing more and more. Uh-huh. They're like, um, you can't barf on stage. They were doing like Roman Kale showers. And James used to do that a lot. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Well, it's probably because they have to because they're so drunk. Yeah, <laughs> oh, just throwing up. So, yeah. so Dana, what, but not what all you... shows are like this at the UCB. No, that was no. like what I, one also, show. Now I do um, tournament of the nerds. Oh, oh, awesome! So you know judge. Justin, yeah, Donaldson, yeah, yeah. I, and I do a lot of. I did that the original Monster Mash. Oh, cool! Halloween video. On oh, I was supposed to be in that video. Well, oh man, we just I, missed I was each not other that day. Yeah. Oh, I was right. the Bride of Frankenstein, and that awesome. I, I do oh, a lot nice. of comedy comedy videos and stuff. Yeah, it's kind of funny because when whenever when the, you come up in conversation, I'm just like, she exists in the comedy I do, world I float without around. being like a well. It's, it kind of started out um, the, because I am an adult film, and then they wanted me to judge the dirty sketch show because mm-hmm. they're like, you're dirty. These guys are dirty. Like you won't be offended, mm-hmm. or you might uh-huh. bring something funny to it, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they started asking me to do more. And so if they needed someone to be naked or somebody like 
be called a whore. Mm-hmm. They didn't want to get like a regular actress so they would offend that would something. be offended by it because I have right. a pretty good sense of humor. Yeah. Um, about being called a whore, <laughs> which is fine because hey, I know I I know I'm not a whore, but if. You know, if Frankenstein's bride needs to get humped by the Wolfman in a coffin, and to find the right person this, for this the girl's job. down. Yeah, I'll do it, or I'll do full frontal or uh-huh. stuff. So mm. it's like, oh well, like it's nothing. It's, in the You're context of, of a comedy video, yeah, it it's works. more shocking, and it, it like I rarely shock anybody uh-huh. doing pornography, but mm-hmm. you know, when I do comedy stuff, it's it's just a matter of context. That people would get very, very shocked about yeah, the things right. I do, and I enjoy shocking people. It. I don't, I don't like it to be gratuitous or uh-huh. anything like that. It's more if it's thought out. Mm-hmm. I have that too. That like, just like the surprising people with that dance video. Like I like doing prank, oh, yeah. prank videos. It's like it's fun to like surprise people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked a little bit about uh, when we were talking about Alexis about how she gives advice. Mm-hmm. We're gonna give some advice. Ooh, so oh, what, nice. So what we do is uh, scour the internet. Not really. We look at a couple websites. For, <laughs> That's um, scouring enough. You, for, you for turn actual, on the internet. For real uh, advice questions you asked by teenagers. the internet. Yeah, yeah. basically skimmed I just do it. a once-over. <laughs> and I find questions asked by real teens. And we'll do our best to roundtable these. Um, these people are definitely not listening, so we don't have to be serious with yeah. our answers. But up. someone may have the same question. Yes. So this one I picked because uh, of one glaring error in their question. Do I have amnesia? Is it dangerous? I have trouble sleeping. Most of the time, I don't feel sleepy, and I just lay down, wide awake, staring at the ceiling. I'll stay up till 4 or 5 in the morning, Dana knows what's going on, and still not feel sleepy. I do crazy things like talk to myself and laugh in bed. I'll get up and walk around because I just can't fall asleep. Should I be worried? Is this bad? I tried sleeping pills, and they don't work. I wonder why uh, this girl thinks she has amnesia. I think she <laughs> thinks she has amnesia because she can't remember she what can't, insomnia she is. Can't <laughs> she can't remember she was an insomniac. That's why she has amnesia. Well, if she got hit in the head and then maybe she has amnesia from being hit in the head, maybe it's good that she doesn't go to sleep because mm, if somebody true. has a concussion, yes. oh, don't go to sleep. you don't want to go to sleep. You don't nope. know if you're going to get a Not aneurysm all. and die. So, uh, so the consensus 17. on that is that she just I has love it. amnesia. She doesn't understand words. Signed a trend. This is from the like the Seventeen magazine website message words. Yeah. So they have things like <laughs> what are you this, doing on there? Oh, scouring. That's right. Finding these. <laughs> so yeah. So there's things like a trendsetter or a social butterfly and that's things like funny. that. A, a rock star. It's really Dave Dabowski. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Twenty nine. No, there Michigan. are some words definitely like older men trying to just to get people to describe how they masturbate oh <laughs> i've actually googled that before because i was like i wonder what it says i was like how do you masturbate and then they have all these like christian websites and stuff really oh, it's like, like anti-masturbation well, no stuff? it's more like it's important to hold off and so oh. it's like they're they're sort of like middle ground mm-hmm. you know a little bit well, of there's and, and it, like to like it was like rub the what is it called? Frenulum? Frenulum. The, the, the frenulum. The, the little thing <laughs> on your, on your know, wiener. Right? The little like thing that like connects your tongue to your bottom oh, of your mouth. But the thing that you can gleek out of and spray water out of? Yeah, but there's like one that, on your wiener. Thing, it rules. That's all I know. Yeah. <laughs> the, the one on your wiener, though. Oh. I don't know how wieners work. This is, yeah, yeah. There is research- a similar thing. I'm researching. But it's like your little frenulum If I remember thing. correctly. And it said to like... Massage it in a circle and like instead of cranking your wiener like in your hand. What does that like subdue you and you don't want to? I don't know. It had all these very interesting methods of masturbating for boys that I was like, wow, like that's probably not gonna work. But I've tried it on (laughs) a few people and they're like, wow, that feels good. (laughs) That's pretty neat. They fall asleep. You probably were looking at Christian websites on how to masturbate. This seems familiar. Uh, Danny, do you want to read the next one? (laughs) Okay. What does it mean if you're at a party and you're hanging? This is completely. I don't know what it means if you're at a party. (laughs) You clearly know. (laughs) You are cool. So so right now in everybody's mind, there's a bouncy castle. Yeah. Cardboard tunnels. Cardboard tunnels. All right. Party sounds awesome. And you're hanging out with a guy that you sort of have a thing with, and everyone knows that. And then one of your friends comes over and tells him to keep wheeling. Keep wheeling. <laughs> and then maybe he's in a wheelchair. I don't know. And then the guy I was with says back to him, "I know, like 
I know what wheeling means, but should I have taken that as a good or bad thing? What does What's wheeling the question? Mean? She's wondering what wheeling so means. They want to know what's, they're both no, she wants to know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. If wheeling is good. I'm assuming like wheeling and dealing or something is the that's or like part popping of the a wheelie. Maybe, hey, wheelies. keep doing cool BMX tricks, man. <laughs> Gleaming the cube. Hey, gleam that cube, dude. Oh, Nathan, one of my favorite characters that you've done, and I have Bryce Cameron. Do, Bryce Cameron. Yeah, I haven't done him in a long favorite. time. I remember I talked to you about him a lot. I've always wanted to bring him back. And you got to bring him back. One time I had Keith Abacary do a bunch of his jokes in a Talking Classics episode because uh-huh. it's like very 80s oriented yeah. and the Talking Classics and stuff. Um, so that's the only time I've ever brought him back recently. I plan on doing a really good video with him and like bringing oh, him back to I the service. I can't wait. Bryce Cameron's he was, the best. I did him a lot at Not Too Shabby UCB. He was oh, did you? so I only much saw fun. Him once or so. I did him oh, like man. five times, I think, and it was always really fun. I liked those his jokes. So yeah. Um, oh, Danny, you I w- look up wheeling. I don't know yeah. what wheel. Yeah. I would think that that means they're like, hey man, cool, you got a girl. Keep wheeling, man. Keep wheeling. You're like on a roll here. Keep on keeping so on. So I think that girl needs to not worry. Dictionary. Yeah, that's a good call. There's always well, so many definitions for words though in Urban Dictionary. It's like, well, it well, means it re- 18 things. Regional. I gotta say, mm-hmm. I've tried to get words in Urban Dictionary, and every single one's been denied. Okay, oh, you, you trying to add them? Yeah, oh, that's funny. I got a lot of words to add, like champion and according wizard champion. I haven't heard that in a while. Wheelin, according to Urban Dictionary, is the act of trying to sweet talk the opposite sex. Oh, oh! So, then, yeah, oh, so he is wheeling. He's wheeling because he's with that girl. There's an there's an example. Use it in a sentence. We're like, oh, <laughs> we're like old people. <laughs> Look at Bobby over there wheeling those broads. Whoa! <laughs> I like it that they broads. mixed in new urban <laughs> with slang 40s. with forties gangster. Have you guys ever heard the term breezy? It's breezy in here. No. A really cool black man told me this story. His name was Big Sleaze, actually. (laughs) But he was really cool. Big Sleaze. Me and my friend Brad worked with him at this fragrance company, packaging fragrances. We'd all just sit around, and he would tell us all the cool stuff that us dorky white guys didn't know. He's like, yo, he called me D.O. Because I was short for for, for Nate Dog, and then D.O. double G. And then it cut down to D.O. He said, yo, D.O. He's like, when we went over to that taco place today, it was pretty breezy, huh? And I was like, what are you talking about, big sleaze? Big sleaze bag, what do you mean? And uh, he he said, it's br- you call it breezies or girls. And if it's a way that there's a lot of attractive girls, you'd be like, oh, it's pretty breezy in here right now. It's a way to communicate with your friends saying that there's cute girls in the room. Whoa. So me and my friend Brad now be like, oh, it's breezy over. It's br- breezy up there. Or I'm like, it's breezy <laughs> to the right. And then... You know, oh, that means it's a cute girl that is over really there. Cold. And then sometimes I'll say it's, ooh, it's I'm boogie chilling. That's what my brother Seth says. It means it's really cold. Boogie so chilling. So if it's boogie chilling because of the breeze that's in the room, I call it boogie oh, chilling because I'm like really into a girl that's in the room. But now oh. I don't say that. This past eight months, I have not said that because I love my girlfriend, Siobhan. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that, Siobhan? <laughs> Uh, so I, I know that uh, your your meter is about to run out pretty oh, soon. Oh yeah, yeah. So um, I don't care about tickets. No parents, no rules. Summer <laughs> vacation. <laughs> Forever a teen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So um, I guess we we could start uh, wrapping things up a little bit. All but right. What do you have going on lately? Um, besides that stupid idiot thing, I'm writing that for Amazon right now. We'll shoot that in May, and then that will go online. So everyone should get the app. It's on like Apple TV and PlayStation Xbox. Oh, cool. If you get the Amazon thing, you'll be able to see our pilot. They're airing like all the pilots, and they're going to see how the audiences like them, and then they'll decide what's getting picked up. That's their oh, deciding process, which is pretty cool. That is really and cool. And I we have plans. Let the to, viewers like, decide. I, I know like it's like I think we'll do well because, um, or ho- hopefully we can help it because I'm going to shoot an online thing and. Co- correspondence with it mm-hmm. and then be like go to the app and watch our thing because like i'll get extra hundred thousand people to go you know check it out and show for that hopefully that should help but anyways uh, other than that i'm writing a cartoon for fox right now really my brother seth yeah it's Which, based, what cartoon it's called Tr- infinite vacation and it's based on my cat trash bag that we had when we were teenagers nice. and he's like a he's a teenager in the cat and um he hangs out with his teenage friends so it's all bought of teenagers so it's very appropriate to talk about right now oh, so man. yeah so writing that cartoon then that'll get animated oh, i'm also the voice on so a, that's so that's happening that's happening right now. We're writing, we're writing that right now, nice. and I'm also the voice on another cartoon called High School USA, where I play a teenager. Um, oh. I forgot to mention this too. Uh, Man- Mandy Moore is on that, and TJ Miller, and me, and like some other people. Oh, that's I, great. I'm the nerd. And what's what's that on? Um, that's on Fox. That'll be this summer in June. That comes out. I'll be at Comic Con this year, this summer, for a panel for that. 
Um, my character's called Blackstein. He's a, he's half black, half Jewish. And I'm basically <laughs> just doing Keith Abacary's voice. So, oh, yeah. In a cartoon. A little more exaggerated, though. So, yeah. More that's exaggerated. What's going on? So, watch for High School USA this summer on Fox. I'll, Seriously, I'll, you'll that hear is, me. That's an so, impressive list of things cool. that are going on. Yeah, lately. some cool stuff. And uh, adult, our youth large. This is another youth uh, teen oriented thing. Yeah. Youth large. My Keith Abigail pilot for shot for Adult Swim. Um, another network. I won't mention what one is looking at that right now because Adult Swim did not pick it up. I haven't really made, said that publicly yet. Uh-huh. But adult Swim didn't pick it up. Ooh, We're working on another thing fun. with Adult Swim, which we'll do, deal with after all this Fox stuff. But um, so I'm still working with Adult Swim. But so you're a busy guy. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Yeah. But it's, it's unfortunate that's not much to show. You know, I yeah. can't. It's like a lot well, of stuff I'm hoping will go and is is going, but not right. yet. So it's tough. Well, it's, it's the calm before the storm. Yeah, the hopefully. Start. Yeah, totally. I mean, so. you already got the stuff that you're making that will be seen. So yeah, at least and then hopefully the other things will go. Which continue is more than seen. a lot of people can say. Yeah, I guess so. that's true. I can't complain. So. Absolutely not. Yeah. Uh, Dana, what do you have going on lately? Hanging out? Um, I'm helping Nick Youssef. Nick Youssef, former teen, former guest. <laughs> former teen, former guest. Former teen? Uh, uh, raising money for AIDS life cycle. Oh, wow. Well, so, this, uh, this, okay, well, I, I don't have any charities. <laughs> this is, this is <laughs> that's, going, that's like pretty awesome. This is going up April 10th, so... It's, it runs until June. Oh, okay, great. Um, you could check him out on, on yeah. Twitter and Tumblr. He's been, I'm encouraging him to blog more about it and get Nick more people Yusuf. involved. Yeah, yeah. everybody, um, listen to the Nick Yusuf show after we finish with this one because it is hilarious. He's hilarious, um, and he's a and support awesome, his, uh, awesome guy. Life cycle. And I uh, want to be very supportive, lady, and... Mm-hmm. Help him raise money because he's very modest about these mm-hmm. types of things, and yeah. I'm balls out. Like, give me your fucking money. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, or you're gonna get AIDS. <laughs> I've threatened yeah, people. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. So <laughs> you either support its cure or you or get you're with us. It. Or, or you get. <laughs> yeah, you're with us or against us. Yes. Basically, yeah. and so. Well, that's pretty awesome. Been strong arming yeah. people for charity sure. lately. Um, but you know, just you know, the huge. Uh, Doing my own podcast over at Death Squad and right. making a lot of adult movies. And that is called? Triple X Squad. Triple X Squad. Where I have adult stars on and, uh, you know, just living life and being cool. Mm-hmm. Excellent. And That's you cool. can follow me at Dana Diarmond on Twitter. And nice. Nathan, you're all over the internet. Yeah, for just sure. type in weird ball guy. You'll find me. <laughs> <laughs> or Nathan do. Barnett. Or Nathan Barnett, I guess. Well, whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming. This has been awesome. Well, thank you for having I me. I'm there's glad not I can a do ticket it. on your car. That's all right. The it's, price you pay for hanging out with your friends. Look at that. Yeah. What a guy. All $63 right. worth I hope, of hanging out with your friends. I hope everybody learned valuable lessons today. I learned what wheeling means. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. I'm yeah. glad. I, I'm smarter now. Yeah, I learned what breezy. it means to be breezy in a place. Uh, so, yeah. Thank you so much for, for hanging out. Thanks, Dana, for sitting in for Eric. You're welcome. Get well soon, Eric. Yeah, get well. Yeah, or or not. die. Or Either not. way. Dana likes hanging out. Make, make up your mind. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Shut or get off the pot. Let's yeah. do it. <laughs> All right. Bye, teens. Bye-bye. Hey, teens.